God overnight. Amen, somebody. Amen. This is why it's called a journey. Because when you journey with God, amen, God, amen, there's so much of him. And I go as far as to say this. There are individuals in the scriptures and even in, in the current age that has passed away, that has transitioned, who still, amen, didn't learn all about God while they were here. Amen. And the scripture tells us, amen, that you'll understand it better by and by. There are just some things we won't experience and won't know until we transition to the other side. Amen. And so certainly when you understand this, we find that this is a journey, and that's why we talk about levels on tonight, because when you talk about levels, God has to introduce us, amen, himself to us in levels. Because there are some areas of God that is so profound and is so advanced that you couldn't handle it, amen, on a first-level basis. Amen, somebody. Do you not know and understand that if God, amen, would have told himself, told everything about himself to the disciples on the first day that he called them, amen, they probably would have packed their bags and said, this is too much for me. Amen. Because certainly he knew and understood that they would not be able to process. It's one thing to have to make a choice and a decision, amen, to even drop everything that you're doing now, amen, to follow something that you won't see. Amen. And for now, for me to even introduce, amen, challenges and issues that will come up in your life so that I can reveal more to me, you're not going to be able to handle that. Because there's a part of you that's not become spiritually mature enough to know and understand you're still looking at God in the physical. Amen. I wish I knew with some people in here that know that when they look at God, amen, you process him after, amen, the natural. And you try to understand him after the natural. It's not until after you start walking with God that you start becoming more spiritual. Amen, somebody. So you need to look at yourself and tell yourself, oh, I'm going to learn him in levels. I'm definitely going to learn him in levels. And there's going to be some level that you may stay on, amen, for hours and for days and for weeks because, amen, it's going to be hard to get off that next level because your faith ain't ready for the higher level yet. Sometimes your mind will take you where your faith is not ready to go. Ah, can I get a witness in here? And sometimes the challenges and the issues that we have to face is that God can get your faith to a higher level so that he can reveal more to you. Because it's your faith, amen, that will cause him to expand and to open himself up to you. And if your faith is not there, he don't want to kill you in your journey. Amen. So you understand that some things that we go through, it's not to kill you. It's not to embarrass you. It's not the enemy being on you. It's some things that the Lord puts us through to expand your faith because it's all about being revealed. Amen. Me revealing myself to you. And so now I understand, amen, that I cannot process God all at once. This is going to be levels. This is going to be levels. Amen. And do you not know, amen, that sometimes people quit on levels? Uh, because you know how it is. The higher you climb is the harder it gets. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to talk back to me. Amen. The harder you climb, amen, is the harder it gets. And sometimes, amen, the harder it gets is the more you want to. Ain't nobody going to talk to me tonight, but I've been in this way for 20-something years, amen, and there's been some challenges that make me, amen, question the fact, did I make the right choice? And when I come to myself, I realize I did make the right choice, amen, but the natural side kicks in sometimes because challenges are rough. Amen. So we cannot process God all at once. And I thank God that he does not take us, amen, uh, down the road of adulthood overnight. Amen. I find that the apostle Peter was one of the most phenomenal apostles, amen, in the Bible. Because here was someone, amen, who God prophesied over and said, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It was years later that he would give Peter a foreshadow when Peter went out on the water, amen, and cast his net into the water. And the Bible says that when he cast his net to pull a drop in, there were so many fishes in that net that it would cause the boat to tilt over. He was giving him a natural revelation of what his spiritual life would be like. And when you understand that after that would take place, it was then that Peter, as his faith began to grow in Christ, he would stand before the people. He preached a message, amen, about Jesus Christ where over 3,000 people were transformed in one day. 
But if we go back in time, it was somebody who had a big mouth. Y'all not going to talk back to me. It was somebody, amen, who cussed at the sign of anger. It was somebody, amen, who decided to walk away from Jesus, amen, at the pivotal time. This was somebody that fell asleep in prayer. It was somebody, amen, who denied him three times. It took levels to get Peter where he was. Amen. So don't feel bad when you fail on one level. Don't feel bad when you make a mistake on one level because, amen, at the end of the day, if Peter can survive the level, so can I. Can I get a witness in here? Let's give God a praise tonight. So I come to tell the class tonight that saints, we owe it to ourselves as the people of God because you must understand there's a reason why the Apostle Paul says to us, amen, in Romans 12 and 2, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because as the mind is, as so a man thinketh, amen, so is he. So he gives an understanding how powerful this mind is over in this way of life. The mind has to be exercised, it has to be expand, expanded, amen, it must be conditioned, it must be trained, because it takes a powerful mind to be able to worship and to reveal something that we cannot see. Amen. And I come to tell you tonight, amen, that in this way of life, amen, if the mind is not conditioned, you can lose your mind. Amen, somebody. It must be conditioned, amen, to stay open. And I'm saying this tonight because you'll find, as I stated before, the issue in the church world today is, amen, is that we lock God in tradition. And we lock him, amen, in an experience. And we lock him, amen, into a doctrine or into a teaching, not understanding that God is God all by himself. Amen. He works after the counsel of his own will. Amen. There's nothing that can contain him. Amen. And so certainly when you understand this, we have to exercise our mind, condition our minds, and we have to understand to stay open because people who have locked minds will cut off the miraculous power of God and what it is supposed to do in our life. God did not call us over here to experience small things. He didn't call us over here, amen, just to have a one-word testimony. He called us over here that we can experience him amen on several sides or several levels because he says in all he says if I be lifted up I will draw all men unto me and so when you understand this you understand that God works in mysterious ways not just one way only a person with an amen with a mind that is conditioned and that is exercised will understand this can the church say amen and so now and tonight, as we're in this teaching, we've already broke down, amen, the levels, amen. We had five different levels that we broke down to the class, amen. And then we talked about what caused us to stay stuck on the same old level, amen. And now we're talking about the mind, conditioning the mind, amen, to get to a place where it needs to get to, where God can really expand himself and reveal more to us, amen, especially, particularly in this season. Now, I have to ask a question tonight. The question tonight is, what is the problem, what is the first consecutive problem that individuals have when it comes, amen, to getting to the next level? We talk about the next level. God is going to bring us to the next level. I'm going to the next level. We're going to be a next level church, amen. What is the next level? We have talked about this. We have preached it. We have prophesied it, amen, but we haven't dealt with the problem of it. I think the first particular issue that people have when it comes to going to the next level is it's hard for them to deal with transition. Can I get a witness in here? Amen. Transition is hard. Amen. You'll find, amen, if a mother decides to move because a job has come to get her, amen, from another city, kids have a hard time wanting to transition because they're afraid they're losing all their friends. They're losing a place of familiarity. They're losing everything that they known to be familiar. Amen. And it's a scary process when you talk about leaving a familiar place and transitioning into the unknown. Transition. The people of God have to understand that for any level that God is going to take us to, amen, there has to be a transition. 
You've heard me say it, amen, in the scriptures in 1 Kings 17, one of my favorite scriptures, amen, one of my favorite prophets in the Bible, that of Elijah, amen. You'll find him, amen, being on one level where he is experiencing drought, amen. He is experiencing drought, and he's experiencing ravens. He's experiencing, amen, the water coming from the brook, amen. He is sitting there, and God has scheduled for this season of his life for him to be in a miraculous moment where ravens, unclean birds, bringing him his meal on a clockwork amen and he's able to go down to the brook and drink out of the water and then the scripture says the season changes the brook dries up and the word of the Lord comes to him a second time saying now get down to Zarephath amen now I got to transition from what I was used to experiencing into the unknown and the only thing I have to take with me is the word of God Transition is hard. It is hard because find yourself 12 disciples that walked with Jesus for three and a half years hearing the power of God, hearing the word of God, seeing, amen, the miracles and the signs and wonders of God. And we have gotten used to him, our leader, leading us through trouble, getting us out of trouble. And all of a sudden now he's out of the grave, amen. He comes to us and says, now I'm going to turn the ministry over to you. It's a season of transition of going from now a disciple to being the leader. Y'all don't want to talk to me tonight. I'm talking about amen. It's hard to deal with transition. And anybody in here who's experienced amen having somebody close to them. I testified. Somebody you're used to talking to, you have eaten with, you have fellowship with, you have bonded and broke bread with, and the person now has transitioned to the other side, and you have to find out how do I live, how do I operate and communicate without this person who I was used to having in my life. It's now transition. Transition. And so transition is tough to deal with. Most churches can't get to that level that God wants to take them to because sometimes leaders are afraid to transition. Because sometimes transition means losing people who cannot go to that. Oh, y'all not going to talk to me tonight. Transition is hard. Many of God's people, they stay stuck in a particular climate and they stay stuck in some of the same experiences. Oh, God, I, oh, I, y'all don't want to talk to me tonight. Is there? Uh, because they struggle with accepting transition. Yes, they do. They struggle. They struggle. And so they get to the place where they get comfortable. Amen. With some of the same things that happen year after year. And you'll find yourself being a psycho saint. Find yourself every time a certain month rolls around or a certain time rolls around, you're feeling that same way again. Y'all done got quiet with me. Amen. Sometimes depression visits you at the same time it did last year. Y'all done got quiet on me here. Sometimes, amen, your weakness raises up at some point in time in your life. Y'all done got quiet in me in here because God says the reason why this is happening, I'm not challenging your faith no more. You have just failed to transition. So the transition is hard to deal with. And here, Nehemiah, as we cover this text tonight, Nehemiah, as I explained last week, was one powerful, powerful young man who was called not to preach the gospel. He was called, amen, just to work in the ministry. Amen. And here he is having the perfect position. Here he was standing next to the king. Amen. Now, you do know, Bible scholars, that this is, amen, a foreshadow of Christ. Because here is a person who was in the palace and has to leave the palace to restore the walls of Jerusalem, symbolic and direct correlation to Jesus Christ being in the heavens, leaving the heavens, amen, to come to the earth to restore the broken walls, amen, of mankind. And so when you look at this, amen, you see that here he is in the perfect position. He is in the palace with the, amen, king Artaxerxes. He is the king's cupbearer who has only one responsibility, and that is, amen, is to drink the cup. If you bring the king something to drink before he puts his lips on the cup, it is my responsibility to taste it because if it's poison, I die first. 
careful what you wish for. Amen. Because they don't understand when you get into leadership positions, it ain't glamorous. Because you got to taste suffering first. Oh, y'all done got quiet. I don't care if you were usher in here. Amen. If you in a leadership position, you're going to taste suffering first. Amen, somebody. And so in saying this, amen, here, amen, so here Nehemiah is. He's in this kingdom. He's with our tax receipts. He's tasting, amen, the wine. He's tasting, amen, the water. He's tasting the Gatorade. He's tasting all type of, amen, stuff that they bring the king to drink in the cup because this is the position that he was in. But, amen, we all know that there had to be a transition. So the question I have tonight, amen, is what is the struggle? When God brings transition to the child of God, what is the struggle? Because you'll find it sounds good when it's being preached, when it's being prophesied. Brother Tolbert, God's going to take you to the next level. Oh, and we get quickened in the spirit. Amen. Because we think the next level, he going to make me a millionaire. He going to bless my job. Y'all ain't going to talk back to me. Amen. I'm going to make some money. Come on. My husband is coming. Y'all not going to talk back to me? We start putting in our mind, own mindset of what this transition is. And we get excited. Until we start realizing that transition, amen, is not that. It might lead to that. But it's not that. And so the struggle is, the reason why God is hard for him to move in the lives of the saints, because the first struggle is the believer has gotten comfortable. They've gotten comfortable. They've gotten comfortable with, with, with how they live their life. They've gotten comfortable with their routine. Praise God. The sad thing about it is God stopped moving in the life a long time ago. It's just that the routine he's put us on is a good routine. But he has not done anything extraordinary because you're really being blessed by the system he put in your life. Amen. So we get comfortable. I'm blessed and highly favored, but God hasn't done nothing since 25 years ago. Amen, somebody. And so here's the thing. Amen. We get comfortable because we have the car, we have the house. Amen. We have the dream. We have the dream husband, the dream wife. Amen. We have the dream relationship. We can, amen, go out and buy a pair of shoes if we can go out and get a pair of shoes. I can eat at the restaurant I want to eat. Amen. Amen. I get comfortable because, amen, I have challenges here and there. Amen. But more so, amen, my lifestyle is more than my challenges. Oh, yeah. Nehemiah, amen, realized this. He didn't have no problem. That's right. He was hanging with the king, baby. Uh-huh. So he got comfortable. Or he could have gotten comfortable. Can I say this to you? Amen. When you over-enjoy what God has done for you and where he has taken you, you will lose your will to stay on the journey. Can I say it again? Amen. When you, amen, over-enjoy it. Oh, y'all done got quiet. What God has done for you and where he has taken you, you will lose, amen, your desire to stay on the journey. That's why most folk can't be blessed because when he buys them that car or get them that car they want, amen, now they're late to church. Oh, y'all done got quiet. Before they had the car, they was the first one to prayer asking God to get them the car. And then when God blessed them with the car, now, amen, they late to church. Now, they don't want to give no saints no ride. Now, they got rules in their car. Don't eat in my car. Oh, y'all done got quiet in here. It was okay when you drove the bucket. It was okay, amen, when your car sounded like a lawnmower. Y'all done got quiet on me in here. Amen, amen. But when you can start to over-enjoy that stuff, amen, uh, and over-enjoy where he's taking you and what he's done for you, you'll lose your desire to be on the journey. See, when I didn't have nothing, y'all done got quiet in here. I was all on fire for God. So I warn you tonight, amen, as you transition to a higher level, amen, you can have stuff. I'm not preaching against having stuff now. We want stuff, amen, but don't let the stuff have you. Don't let it dictate your schedule. Don't let it dictate your spirit. Come on, somebody. Don't get comfortable. 
championship people, next level people don't get comfortable where they at. I want two more titles to go on this ring. I'm not satisfied. I'm trying to leave a legacy. Y'all done got quiet in here. Amen. A legacy. I'm not, I'm not content with my husband being saved. I'm trying to bring in the whole family. Yes, yeah, yeah, don't get comfortable. So, so, so the first struggle is in the transition is that we get comfortable. But the second struggle in the transition is the believer is afraid. Ooh, I feel like I'm teaching good tonight. Amen. I feel like I'm teaching real good. I'm going to teach to this place, fill up with people. Amen. The believer is afraid. And the reason why we're afraid, Mother Elect Tobert, is because believers, they want outcome over process. Can I get a witness in here? Amen. See, I can't, I can't, I get afraid because I got to know the outcome. I got to know what's going to happen. But we don't, I don't want to follow the process because the process is going to be too rough. The process is going to require me to have to pray more and to cry more and to praise more before I see outcome. And sometimes the outcome is way out. So I'm afraid now because I got to leave the king. Come on, somebody. I got to leave the place of comfort now. And God is pushing me in an area where I have to trust the process. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk back to me. Then you preach that thing one time, trust the process. It's a cute saying, amen, trust the process. All you young folks said it in y'all, trust the process, but you ain't trusting nothing. You still get mad at your mama because you didn't buy what you want. Still got mad, amen, because you wanted what you wanted, but you was cute saying trust the process. But you couldn't, amen, walk the process. So we, so, so the transition, it, it scares us because see, see now, amen, 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 it's a difficult thing uh, because we want that outcome over process. Watch this, because see, outcome is known now to erase the emotions. What do I mean by that? See, if I know the outcome, see, now I ain't going to be afraid. It's easy to step into something when you know the outcome. See, the thing I love about Jesus was he wasn't stupid, Sister Perry. He said, look, I know for a fact I've been tempted at all points. I, I, I know this stuff. I, I've walked in it for, for 30 years. I know how this stuff is. So, see, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give them enough where they can trust the process. I'm not going to tell them the outcome. I will begin to reveal that as they walk on the journey. See, he didn't tell them, amen, follow me, I'm going to die. <laughs> Y'all done got quiet. He didn't tell them, follow me, you're going to watch me die on the cross. He said, no, follow me, I'm going to make you, amen, a fisher of man. I'm not going to tell you the outcome of how I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. That's just enough to get you to step out of comfort zone. Come on, son. I come to tell the saints tonight, thank God he just gave you enough. Gave you enough to get you to step away from that stuff. Step away from things. That, he gave you just enough. Amen. So you find, amen, the believers are afraid because, amen, this age now got to have outcome. That's why, amen, let me shut up because I'm on live stream. I don't want to get in trouble. Amen. Or I should say false prophets. There are prophets out there. Amen. But the false prophet, that's why folks run the false prophecy, because they got to know outcome and don't want the process. A true prophet is going to give you process, and they may not know the outcome. Y'all ain't going to talk back. I just know if you follow the process, you're going to run right into God. Anybody afraid tonight for transition? Transition. And so, and so now, and so now, and now you find, amen, the believer is afraid. And, 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 and because they're afraid now, they, we start walking by information 
and not by faith. <laughs> I know I probably didn't threw y'all off on that one, didn't I? Uh, yeah. You say, what do you mean by that? I'm about to get you right here. You see, 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 see. God says, I'm going to come and I'm going to transition you, Mother Electober. I'm going to transition you. I'm going to pull you from the place of comfort and I'm going to put you on a process. But I'm going to need for you to walk by faith and not by information. Because when you walk by information, this is when you get people asking everybody their view and their opinion. You in the midst of a hellhole, you got to call everybody and their mama and text everybody, why am I, why, why, why? Just trust the process. Because sometimes you can look outside the process and get the wrong information. And getting the wrong information will cause you to abort the pro- Because sometimes people can see that you're headed for greatness. They can see that God is going to do something in your life. And they will give you the wrong information intentionally to abort the process because they don't want you, amen, no higher than what they are. Right. That's right. That's good. So, I, so, so, so transition, amen, can sometimes make you walk by information and not by faith. Ooh. When needing information, we are guilty of asking everybody opinion and what you think you go into somebody who failed to come to church they can't even come to church and you're going to go and ask them amen what do you think they are sourpuss on the front row can't praise God amen because God been so good to them amen they just upset amen because praise and worship ain't going the way I wanted to go y'all done got quiet in here and you're going to go ask that person what you think. You know what I'm saying? Y'all done got quiet in here. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, I am not going to go to somebody who don't praise God and ask them, how do I praise God? Shoot. Lord have mercy. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. And so when you understand, now I'm about to bust your bubble because what happens is, amen, when you walk by faith, People who walk by faith are in relationship. Oh, y'all done got quiet in here. And see, when you're in relationship, Mother Electober, and you're walking by faith, amen, because you're testified to this, you've been around for a long time. As you begin to walk with God and you are in relationship with him, you begin to understand his M.O. and how he operates. And the reason why you hang on, because you know him. I don't wish I had a witness in here. It's so much hell and high water that comes in your life, it'll make you want to quit. But when you know him and you know too much about him, the enemy can't make you doubt him. Amen. You stand. Because I know I'm a part of the process by faith. I don't need information. Let the world tell it he don't exist. Let the world tell it the church ain't right. Y'all done got quiet. I never understood how folk can blame the church and blame God for a man inside the church's mistake. Y'all done got quiet in here. I had a preacher tell me one time, she's going on now, she said, men blame God because they don't know him. I wish I had a witness in here. I had to crack that devil upside the head because the world would say he ain't real because they were based their relationship off what you do. But the last time I checked, amen, there is no failure in God. Amen. Let God be true. Every man be a liar. You ain't going to blame God for your stupidity. Not, it's, not, it's not God's fault because folk come up short. Scripture said you're going to come up short. Praise God. But if you know who the real God is, he was tempted at all points, and he knew no sin. That's why we worship him. He's the only man that went down into hell and told Satan, amen, you are defeated. He's the only man that got up, amen, that what everybody else can't get up from. We've had some great folk to die down through the years, and they ain't got up yet. He's the only one, amen we give the credit to and so that's why amen people are afraid of transition amen I got 20 minutes amen to wrap this class up so how so my question now becomes amen how does transition come 
It don't come by no prophecy. <laughs> God's getting ready. He's getting ready. To, he's getting ready to take you somewhere. He get, amen. I, put a seat on the offering. Put a seat on the altar and God's going to take you somewhere. Amen. If I get 50 folk in here to get 50 out, God's going to take you somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's how they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got you to gotta pay for transition. <laughs> amen, somebody. We are supposed to give. Don't get me wrong. We're supposed to plant seeds. I'm into all of that stuff. But you're not going to make me think if I bring a certain amount of money down to you, amen, that God's going to do some extracurricular. Y'all done got quiet in here. We had this discussion back in 98, didn't we? We had a discussion back in 98. Because we saw folk running down to the altar with money. And I'll never forget it. Amen. The preacher said, amen. He said, I need for about 50 of y'all to bring a seed down here because God going to do something. Amen. And 50 folk ran down to the altar throwing their money up. And we knew one person. And I just said, stupid. <laughs> because here it is 25 years later and that person is still struggling. Can I say this to you? God can put you in position, but you got to make the move. cannot set you up if you're still maxing out credit cards. Y'all done got quiet in here. God cannot set you up if you're still mishandling and still mismanaging your money. That's why you got to exercise your mind and get your mind right. Okay, okay, I just want to talk. So how does it come? Because you'll find that many people will never transition into the things that God has for them because they never learn, amen, how God moves in his systems. Oh, he's a systematic God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight slowly. I can't get it off of me. Amen. He's a systematic God. And he said, you got to learn how I move in my system. I'm systematic. I broke down to you. Amen. He says, I've created trees. I put a seed within itself. And when the seed is planted, amen, the tree comes up. And as you hoon and chop the tree, because of the seed in that side of the system, it is system, it grows back up again. To show you, amen, that you are not in control of yourself, you cannot stop death in your life. I put a system in place, a system in women, amen, to produce, amen, children. Y'all done got quiet on me here. I put a system in place, amen, that when your hair is cut, it grows back, amen. When your mustache is too long and you trim it, it grows back. I put a, because I am a systematic God. And the reason why we don't understand how for God to move in our life, because we have failed to learn how God moves in his system. Nehemiah had a gift I gotta say this I told you before I said he was called to work in ministry he wasn't called to preach he had a gift and this gift that lied within him but he never would have used it and known how pivotal it was if he didn't pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to the signs. I'm asking you right now, the question is, how does transition come? Gifted man. A gift don't mean nothing if it ain't being utilized. A gift ain't being mean nothing if it doesn't, amen, if God doesn't put it in the place where it can operate. Y'all done got quiet. That got real quiet. What good is it to wake up and tell your brothers, amen, how good that you are, but you didn't leave, amen, to go to the palace? But on your way to the palace, go through the pit. Come on, somebody. Go through the prison, then get to the palace. You got to stay on the process of how God moves in his, oh, how he, how he moves in the system. So, amen, Nehemiah never would have known about this gift, but it was time for him to transition. And as God would begin to call out upon Nehemiah, he sent a friend <laughs> to the palace, homeboy named Hanani. Hanani shows up and tells Nehemiah, amen, some information, but God sent him there for a reason to, to get the gift. Y'all done got quiet. He sent him to get the gift. And the reason why many people, watch this, do not get to the next level, not only they don't pay attention to the sign, 
But many times we can't receive information if the person that gives it don't come from where we come from. And if he ain't from the same system. Oh, y'all done got quiet on me in here. I had a preacher tell me one time his pastor didn't want to use me because I wasn't church of God in Christ. Y'all done got quiet in here. So we'll block the gift off of politics. Oh, y'all done got quiet in here. Amen. And so, 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 Hannah and I, transition will come sometimes. God will send somebody, but God is so, so strategic because in the process of me sending somebody, I'm still checking your faith to see if you receive the message from somebody who don't look like you. And who does not work in the same system that you work in. This is why it was so hard for the Pharisees preached Damon and the Sadducees and the scribes and religious leaders of Jesus' time had a hard time receiving him for him who he was because they was used to the scroll and not the living word. We follow tradition. Y'all done got quiet on me in here. Y'all done got quiet on here. Jesus was live streaming before they, oh, y'all done got quiet. He was live streaming before we had internet. He was the living word, walking right amongst them. And they were still talking about Jacob, still talking about Moses, still talking about Elijah. And the living word was right in front of them. Because he didn't hang out in the temples. Y'all done got quiet on me. Amen. He didn't say long prayers. Amen. His company he kept was with thieves and thugs. Y'all done got quiet on me in here. And he was hanging around the folk who was redeemed undisqualifiable. Amen. And because he wasn't hanging with them, they could not receive him and they missed the sign. So, so Tan and I brought it. And you say, well, how does transition come? I got 12 minutes. Amen. Uh, transition comes, amen, uh, because Hannah and I, when he showed up, he was somebody who didn't look like them, but he's a friend, amen. And, and, and so now he brought some information. Uh-oh. Well, you just said that we can't walk by information. We got to walk by faith. But I'm talking about when it's time to transition. When it's time to transition, amen, you had to get information. And you say, well, why did God send Hanani and he sent information through Hanani? Watch this. Because when information comes, it is to bend your spirit towards the mission. It comes to bend your spirit towards the mission and energize you. Oh, y'all done got quiet in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, the problem is many people, energy gets lost or it gets used in the wrong place in the palace. <laughs> you didn't catch that, did you? God said, I'm not going to keep having you, amen, tasting wine. <laughs> Y'all done got quiet in here. Amen. Amen. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna burn yourself out using all of your energy, amen, on cup tasting. Oh, y'all done got quiet. Sometimes folk, amen, will come in and they think that, amen, what they're doing currently is what they're supposed to keep doing. Y'all done got quiet. And, and, and so he's saying, amen, I'm sending information, amen, to bend your spirit towards the mission and, so, and to energize you for the ministry. So Hananiah comes to deliver a message. He comes with information, but watch this. It just wasn't information. Oh, God. See, this is where the prophets get off at sometimes because they give you general information. That can be meat for anybody that's sitting in the congregation. But when God is coming to get you, he is going to give you, amen, a person will come and give you information. But within that information, there is a situation. Within the information. Oh, God, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. And this situation, it comes to wake up the gift. 
that needs to operate on that mission. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why you know, amen, not too many folk are gifted because they spend a lot of time fighting over positions in church. They spend too much time getting jealous when God sends somebody else, amen, to enlarge the ministry. You're not gifted, honey. You're just talented. Because when you gifted, amen, when the information comes and there's a situation inside the information, your gift will wake up and want to operate. So, so, so there's a situation within the information. Many people, amen, are not gifted. Can I say this to you? I learned this in pastoring and dealing with, amen, so many preachers and, and so forth that come and say, Bishop, I'm called to the ministry. Really? Amen. I'm called to the ministry, but I'm not seeing you being gifted. I'm seeing you emulate somebody else's gift. Because gifted folk answers the challenge. And we're going to learn a little bit later that gifted folk, amen, follow etiquette and protocol. We ain't got chapter two yet. We're just dealing with the process of this right now. So this information came from Hannah and I. We're talking about how transition comes. Because here he is in the palace minding his own business and Hannah and I shows up. Because <laughs> God was, he will blindside you. Come into your space and tells him, amen, there is a problem in Jerusalem. The walls are burned down and the gates, man, are falling apart. And this information I'm giving you will cause, amen, him to realize that this information has a situation and it woke up his gift. Woke up his gift. So now my question becomes that Hananiah shows up first lady. He gives the information. And within the information, there's a situation. Now his gift wakes up. But what's the next step of transition? <laughs> the next step of transition is now how does he process the information? That sounds small, don't it? See, this is what brings separation to people who are on the next level and people who stay on the same level. Because information has to be processed properly before you run with the information. I've always told the saints, I said, when somebody comes to you with a lie, you need to investigate the situation. You don't ever take somebody's word for somebody telling you something. Your soul is at stake. I am not about to go out like that because you, amen, telling me something that ain't true. I got to investigate what you're telling me. And if I find out you a liar, the next time you come and tell me something, I'm not going to believe you. And I come to tell the church tonight while I'm on this subject, amen, there is a delusional spirit that's been unleashed on the land. Where people are believing lies. Lies are being told and lies are being believed because God said in this last hour, I'm going to release on this country a spirit of delusion. And in the process of me uh, bring, believing, uh, bringing the spirit of delusion, I'm setting the church up for the last revival. And I need some folk, amen, that's going to be on the process. So the information has to be processed. We process it. Now I'm sitting here and I'm talking to Hannah and I and we're friends. But I have to process the information. Because see, before I make a move, y'all done got quiet. Let's see, let's see what happens. Sometimes see people move too fast. How many folks have you known that has left church over the years over bad information? Now they're not in church no more. Y'all going to talk to me tonight? They leave the church, amen, because of bad information. Now they're not in church no more and can't find their way back. Because it was a delusional spirit that wanted to lead them out. Yes, indeed. So now I have to process the information. My soul is at stake. The reason why he had to process the information is because, do you see where I'm at? Do you see who I'm with? Y'all done got quiet. 
I'm in the king's palace. I got one of the top positions. I hang with the king. I hang with the king. I taste for the king. And if I'm going to give this up, what you bring in me has to be real. It has to be real because I don't give this up for some craziness. I don't give this up for no foolishness. If I'm going to give this up and I'm going to transition, I'm not going to make a lateral move or a lower move. I'm going to make a higher move. And so he's, he processes this information. Now I'm almost conclude. It's four minutes to go, and I'm, and I'm about to let you go. Amen. But here's how he, 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 he processed it. Oh, God, I feel the Holy Ghost, Desiree. It won't get off of me. It won't get off of me tonight. Lord, have mercy. Woo! So the first way, Pastor-elect, how he processed it is the fact that it troubled his spirit. It didn't turn it. See, that's when you know that you're dealing with somebody that's gifted. When information comes, you can't turn my spirit. But his spirit was troubled. Oh, y'all done got quiet. There's a difference. Because when my spirit is troubled, that means I'm going to do something about the situation. But when it turns, that means I'm going to leave everything altogether. So his spirit was troubled. He processed it through his spirit first. People who are on the next level have a firm commitment to their faith when their spirit won't turn against the mission. turn me against the mission. Are you crazy? I done came too far. <laughs> they say, when I look back over my life, Lord, have mercy. I feel like having church in here. When I look back over my life, whew, I got a testimony. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Information should trouble your spirit. The next way he processed this is that the information it brought about a different perspective. You say, well, what do you mean by that? I get tired of folk that when they get information, they go along with the person that brings the information. Because most of the time when they bring it, they bring in the doom and gloom so that you can go down in the doom and gloom with them. <laughs> Y'all done got quiet in here. Amen, somebody. I'm not saying that Hannah and I was a gossiper. I'm not saying that Hannah and I had a problem, amen, with a, with a troublesome mouth and he had a bad spirit. All I'm saying is that he brought this information to the palace, polluted, amen, the atmosphere and the environment with bad news. And the scripture says after he processed it in his spirit and it troubled his spirit that he had a different perspective. I did not go along with you, Hannah and I, and leave the palace feeling down and gloomy. You woke the warrior up in me. Y'all ain't got quiet on me. Yes, indeed. People who are on the next level don't go along with the problem. They become part of the solution. And last but not least, as we close out on tonight, the last way in how he processed this information is a lost art in the church today. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. If you go into chapter one, I just gave you a brief synopsis of chapter one of how he was transitioned out of the palace, how he dealt with the information and moving into transition. But the last thing that he did after his spirit was troubled, and after he did not go along with Hananiah, did you see what he did? The way that chapter ended was he went down to his knees and began to pray. He began to pray. And so here's the thing. When you go back and you look at his, his prayer, read it if you get a chance tonight. It was so phenomenal because the way in how he opens up, he praises God, and it's almost as those that don't know how to pray, you can get your module from Nehemiah. He, 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 he praises God. He honors God for who God is. 
and, he, and then he goes into repentance. Oh, my God. I didn't have anything to do with the fact because I've been in the palace all this time. But because that's where I'm from. Because these are the type of people, amen, that I worship with. Amen. I'm going to repent, amen, and stand in the need of intercession and apologize for the level of disrespect that those folk gave you. He was so awesome how he prayed to God and then asked God to empower him. If it be your will, empower me. Because see, Hanani was used by you to wake the gift up in me. And as he wakes the gift up in me, I'm asking by your will and by the hand and the power that is invested in your hand that you would give me the empowerment to go and handle this mission. And when you look at the level of what he did in his prayer, I got to say this. He wasn't an amateur when it came to praying. Y'all done got quiet. You got some folk, amen, that they big on title but can't get a prayer through. Y'all done got quiet in here. Can't get a prayer through. Can't get a prayer through, man, if you gave him a sludge hammer. But you realize he wasn't no amateur because, see, he used to praying. Because if I'm next to the king, come on, somebody. I got to keep myself covered. Y'all done got quiet in here. I got to keep myself covered because at any given moment, I can die with a bad drink. So guess what? He has developed a prayer life, and he knew that it's amazing to me how, how this ends. It's, it ends in prayer, chapter 1, because it shows me he falls back on his training. Falls back on his training. See, see, it takes somebody who 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 has been in in, in situations in their life uh, that's got them bewildered. And sometimes, Amen. You are standing in the midst of fall and can't see no way out. Amen. And, and you know, Amen. That 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 I, I'm walking, but I can't really see. And it's at that moment that God appears and says, fall back on your training. So he falls back on his training. And this concludes class number two, dealing with the transition. Now, as we move forward in the next week's class, we're going to be dealing with, amen, just how gifted folk, how they deal with the, the, the etiquette and the protocol. Uh, and, 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 and we talk about going to another level uh, this is, this is big. Let's give God a praise. Let's give God a praise.